Welcome to Under the Hood Podcast. In this podcast, we pop the hood and give you an inside look at the hows and whys of our ministry here at Cornerstone Church. I'm Michael Knave, your host. It is great to have you join me, and it is just me for this installment, and I am stoked for our topic today. It was just yesterday that TiVo said, hey, Michael, I don't think you've explained everything that goes into our weekly teachings, which is exactly what we're going to do. We're going to talk about everything and everyone who is involved in what becomes our our weekly sermon. And and I realized just last week, I was talking to a pastor friend who works for a company who actually helps churches create sermons. Like they have a service that some churches subscribe to. And I realized, wow, like we do that in-house. So I, I, I want to tell the story. And before I jump into it, I just want to say we, we don't claim originality. I mean, it's King Solomon who said there is nothing new under the sun. So I want to explain to you how we work together to present to our church what we have each week in the teachings of God's Word. Uh, but first, got to back up, and I want to tell you my history. Like, how, how do we get to this? If you know my story, you know I didn't want to be a preacher not once did I grow up sitting in church thinking, one of these days, I want to do that. Actually, anytime I gave a speech, like think high school to my little group of English students or whatever it was, like my face was red, my neck was blotchy. I hated giving presentations, even in that little school I grew up in. And then in college, some public speaking, and I did pick up a minor in communications as God was nudging me toward ministry, uh, but I, I didn't want to do it. So I preached my first sermon at age 19 on a Sunday night in the church Carol Ann grew up in. I used notes from my mom's dad's old sermon. So my mom's dad was a, was a Southern Baptist preacher who died when I was 10, but I took his notes and I thought, okay, here's how you preach a sermon. That sermon lasted less than seven minutes because I had no idea how to build a sermon. So then I started preaching regularly at, at, at 20, uh, just before Carol Ann and I got married, I would pick her up at her parents' house, have her drive me down to the campground because I was still working on it in my head. There would be four to eight people there. She would sing a song. I would preach a sermon. Then we'd go to the little country church where I would preach that sermon again to eight or 10 people. And so since then, except for like the first semester of seminary in the year we worked on a church plant, I've been preaching almost every week and almost always multiple services per week. I do have a couple seminary degrees for both my master's and doctorate. I had preaching classes, but it's surprising how little training you can get out of a couple classes in seminary. You read a few books, preach a couple sermons in front of your class, and now you're off. So for the first 10 years of preaching, my sermons were mostly a Saturday night special. Okay, God, there's going to be people show up tomorrow to hear your word, what you got for me, for them. And so, you know, responding to needs in the people's lives in my church or aware of times of the year, at the very end of those first 10 years started doing kind of some series. Um, and again, just in anticipation, looking for opportunities to address uh, 
the, the needs of, of people. Then in Arizona, I wasn't preaching every week, which gave me some time to think and listen to other preachers to realize how I could do better. And then in the midst of it, there was a guy who mentored me in that year of my life and exposed me to exegesis. Now, I knew the principle from seminary, like right study of God's word, but I didn't know how to do it. And he was using it as a way to disciple younger pastors. And I took that idea, flipped it around, started utilizing it in my first years here at Cornerstone, back when Robbie Smith and I were both preparing to preach um, on the same topics each weekend, Cornerstone Marion, Cornerstone West Frankfurt, or Cornerstone Johnson City before they became Redemption Church. And so we've gone through several iterations, and one of my greatest joys in putting a sermon together is collaboration. Okay, so that's a little bit of the history. Now let me let me tell you how we do what we do. And, and the first way I want to frame this is kind of giving you the philosophy. So what what is our approach. In general, we preach topical series. So if you look at most of our series, we are seeking to answer a question. Like what has God revealed in his word about a topic or or a theme? Considering the entirety of God's word, what do we know? What does he say to us about this, this thing, this question, this topic? Now, there are times that we work through a book of the Bible. We did Romans or a section of Scripture, Joseph's story. But for the most part, we reflect on a topic, a theme from the entirety of Scripture. So we're going to do a series, and it's going to tackle the entirety of what God's Word says and package it in a a theme, a topic, a, a series. Then, when you show up, Each weekend, you're going to hear an expositional sermon, which means there's going to be most generally one text, and we're going to expose, expository, the truth in that text. So for the series, how does this text contribute to that overall question or topic? And what that does is it gives us focus for a few weeks, kind of an anticipation of, hey, we're working through this series, an opportunity to invite a friend who might be interested in that topic, and it avoids the temptation to pull a scripture out of context. When I was a young pastor, I would regularly quote 10 or more verses per sermon. And when you do that, you are really vulnerable to grab a verse that says what you want it to say, regardless of the context around it. And when we do expositional sermons, it actually helps you become a student of God's Word. If I'm jumping all over the place and quoting a sermon from here, and I jump to this book of the Bible and this portion and that portion, you will likely say, wow, I could never do that. But if we have one text, read a little, reflect on it, read a little more, reflect on that part, you just might say, I think I can do what Michael does, at least to read it and understand it. So our approach to weekly teachings is topical series, like we're going to package them together and answer that question, what does the Bible say about? And then we're going to do expositional sermons. So when you show up, Almost every week, we're going to take a text, we're going to dive into it and say, what does this text say? All right, so now here's how it works. 
Step number one, I choose a series. Uh, Sometimes they are series that God has revealed to me of a need that ought to be addressed in our church. Sometimes it's the elders who have sensed a need in our church and have said, hey, Michael, um, we'd like for you to consider this topic for our people. Sometimes it's my own reading and study where I have sensed God stirring something in me and I, I want to share it. Sometimes it's it's from our resource team who says, hey, what, what about this series? And then often it's driven by the season of the year. Yes, as we approach Easter, we're going to talk about the resurrection and lead up to that. So first of all, we, we choose a series. Secondly, is we answer the question of, okay, what text, what books of the Bible contribute to answering that question or building out that topic? Once again, often the resource team gets involved in saying, okay, here's how we could build that. Here are the passages that speak to that. Oftentimes, we're looking up, how have other trusted pastors or theologians answered this question or taught this topic? And then it's at this stage that our communication team gets involved as we start thinking about graphics and videos. We are more than willing to repurpose or reuse other churches' videos that they've used to to present a, a series on that topic. We regularly create our own, and then often the Gorilla Films helps us create high-end videos. So the creative part jumps in at this stage. All right, now we're ready for weekly exegesis. So we have a team that meets every week in preparation for a sermon, and they're going to answer the questions, okay, what is the big idea of this text that was chosen for this series? Number two, what is the context? Like, what's going on around this text so we can better understand it? And then number three, we're going to do a verse-by-verse study so that when that passage is preached, we know that we have remained faithful to the text. Now, it's from that weekly exegesis that you get the Warehouse podcast. So that team is going to share with you all the stuff in the storehouse or the warehouse that couldn't get into a 30-minute teaching so you can understand even more big picture, even more context, even more some of the intricacies of that text and become a better student of God's Word. That's where the Warehouse podcast comes from. Now, back to my part. I am now ready, having studied with that team. I I hope you're hearing that that team is bringing so much of the information that is funneling into and contributing to the final sermon. But, But now it's my turn to go to work on my own. I build the sermon draft the next morning. Exegesis, then build the sermon so that I can present my draft outline to the communications team the next day. So when you think communications team in the in the in the preaching world they would call this hermeneutics and homiletics. Hermeneutics think how do we transition from 2000 years ago to today? What are the cultural pieces? It meant this, they heard this illustration, how would we say it today? Uh, what, how do we transfer from their culture to ours? And then homiletics, how do, how do we say it in a way that's effective and, and people understand? So we're talking illustrations, helping people understand creativity. So I present 
my draft outline, and they're helping me make sure that this makes sense, that we're not stuck, uh, we're not, uh, you know, like causing people to stumble or be distracting, so that then I can be ready to get this, this sermon ready to be presented. Now, that meeting is where the sermon discussion questions come for our small groups. Now, the group's ministry has what they need to create discussion questions for you. If you're in a small group and you're talking about the sermon, this is where they get that information, and I'm really proud of that team and how we've taken those questions to the next level. Jay's doing a great job with that. So that's where sermon discussion questions come from. And here's where it gets interesting. All of what I just described is finished two weeks out. So all of that happened two weeks prior to it being preached for the first time. And so I put it up for two weeks, but it never stops churning in my mind. It, it It's still there and continuing to simmer. And then I dig it back out, pull it back off of the file on my desk and on my computer and finish those preparations Friday morning to preach it for the very first time that night. So it's preached that night, prepared that day, And then I'm back in the office really early on Sunday to reload it in my head and make any tweaks of the things that I didn't like, how it came out on a Friday night. Uh, Sometimes just have to reload it. Sometimes it needs to be tweaked. So here's, here's, here's kind of a summary of what we've been talking about. Number one, we want to approach the teaching of God's Word in such a way that we are being faithful to that text. When you hear something that one of us teaches here at Cornerstone, you can be confident that we have rightly taught God's Word. And secondly, that it will be taught in a way that's creative and challenging and clear for you. In this, we want to teach God's Word in such a way that it positions you to study God's Word. We want you to hear a sermon and think, huh, I understood that, and I I could do that. I could read God's Word and understand more. And we want to give you the tools to do that, for you to dig deeper with the warehouse, for you to grow in your ability to study God's Word by attending a How to Study the Bible class, and then provide discussion questions for you and your small group, uh, and and questions that help you think through, how does that really apply to my life? So that's a look under the hood at how we create series and how we create sermons. I hope you sense from me my passion for what we do, my pride for our team, just how thankful I am for each of those who contribute. And I hope that gives you a greater understanding of what we do and and, an appreciation for the team that contributes what on most weekends I get to deliver to you. It is absolutely a joy to serve with this team. Uh, I could not do what I do without them, and I hope you sense my thankfulness and and joy for what I get to do and who I get to work with and how we get to serve you as you continue to grow in your understanding of His Word and your freedom in following Jesus.